What's up, everyone, and welcome to the My VV Collection podcast, where we talk VV, NFTs, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode. This stream, I want to talk about Recur and the Nickelodeon drop. I also want to talk about VV and Comic-Con and Hero, anything like that that you want to talk about as well. But let me know in the chat, what are you collecting? What are you interested in? Did you go for the Nickelodeon drops? Did you go for any of the Comic-Con drops from VV this week? And what are you interested in collecting? Leave that in the chat as well as let me know what you are looking forward to with any of these platforms what you were surprised about with these drops anything like that leave it all in the comment section the chat there i actually went away for vacation over this past weekend and a couple of days i got back on wednesday so i went on a vacation for the first time in two and a half years where i actually took a weekend off and then i actually took even a couple of days off that's very rare for me lately in my life and i just unplugged unwinded had no internet well very limited internet connection i was able to get a couple of vv drops but i wasn't able to get the nickelodeon drop i um kind of knew that going ahead of this that i wasn't going to be able to keep up with all of this so uh yeah that was very uh disappointing because i wanted to get that nickelodeon drop i am not a huge hey or i wasn't a big hey arnold fan i would watch it when it was on growing up but i was a big uh rugrats fan growing up so i definitely wanted to get myself a tommy pickles and i just didn't i couldn't i didn't get it I didn't even I wasn't even able to go for it so that was disappointing especially since that drop did really really well which is uh, really great for recur great for the space and just to see what in general recur has done with that drop and how well they essentially did with it especially since you know recur has those NCAA NFTs that I I'm not even interested in I don't even go for it they've also got that Star Trek drop that I was on the fence about going for but I decided not to because I'm not a Star Trek fan so that would have been just a, a quick flip for me but they did have quite an intensive roadmap in terms of characters coming out next uh, planets I think and some sort of challenges to go along with it nothing I don't think has been announced yet since that drop but it, it went well below retail so that seemed to be a good and it didn't even sell out they sold out the recur pass holder uh, initial drop and then they didn't even sell out the public so that is something that uh i'm happy that i didn't go for and i might get in is that actually a hundred dollars i was just looking at that i might actually just purchase one for the for the sake of it but those are one of ones and it's interesting because these nickelodeons are also one and one one of ones so uh, the background changes from each one or the position or different features whatever that might be and yet the star trek drop did not do as good as this nickelodeon drop and i'd be interested in knowing what you think in the comments uh why you think that might have been the case i have my own thoughts on this but that's one thing that we can get into in this stream as well as I see Yuvraj one, you went for Silver Surfer and didn't get it. That's interesting. I was on my data and me and my wife were on our data and we both got it. So that's very interesting. Um, we, I got a 2200 mint and my wife got a 686 mint. So not a bad pull for her on that. 
I am just going to hold the Silver Surfer. I have always really liked the Silver Surfer. So that is something that uh, I'm more than happy to just hold on to. Last I checked, it was going above 100. And I'm just going to check right now just to see where it's at. It's at 157. Wow. I'm surprised it's doing that well. And I'm hoping the reason why it's doing so well. Uh, I'm sure one reason is that since there it isn't a blind box where we're getting five different rarities and all of those combined different editions to equal something like 15 to 18,000 editions usually I think this one is only what was it like 6,000 8,000 editions 6,100 editions so that scarcity probably brings up the price on this a bit but as well as I'm really hoping that these are a lot of comic-con um, people that are logging or that are getting in on these drops and wanting to get in on these aftermarket drops here that's what i am hoping for and uh it's uh it's an exciting time to be on vivi with everything that they've done with kyc i have kyc'd i don't know if i have payout i am not even too concerned about having payout or not right now there was there's no reason for me to be withdrawing at this point in time with Vivi. So I'm not even concerned about having payout. And I gotta get my wife KYC'd for that as well. So very exciting time to be a Vivi collector right now. You're asking, what's your thoughts on Amazing Fantasy number 15? Will it be dropped on Vivi? I think 100% it will be dropped on Vivi. I don't think it's an if, I think it's more so a when for this. So that's something that we're really looking forward to. And that's something that some people have seen sort of a small gem squeeze, so to speak, because it has been teased by David Yu in that last uh, VV update. And because of that, I think that's the reason why most people think we're going to get it and going to get it very shortly, because that's typically what happens. Now, we've seen a lot of Banksy things behind David Yu in the past, and that has not yet come to pass. And um, but a lot of things have sort of like when he had the Star Wars number one comic and then that came out recently, uh, shortly after he teased that in the background as well as the Darth Vader. It's a little bit more interesting with this one because they, he actually called it out. Um, they actually talked about it. He actually picked it up and showed the camera as opposed to previous updates. They just uh, went on and talked about, uh, they, they didn't even mention what was in the background. It was just sort of a tease. So, I mean, I think it's gonna continue that, that whatever's kind of in the background there is kind of what they're teasing for the future. In Amazing Fantasy number 15, it would make sense that, you know what, they've got payout, they've got KYC in place, they've got a, a lot of things finally falling in place and after Comic-Con that were, I, my guess would be August, would be Amazing Fantasy number 15. But let me know what you are thinking with that as well. What do you think and when do you think we are going to get that? As well as what other comics or collectibles do you think we're going to get shortly or do you think that we're going to uh, be looking forward to in the near future? We're already past the half. We're well past the halfway mark in this year, which is really interesting because I started on this platform in November, 
I think November 11th or 10th was my first day on Vivi. So uh, really interesting as we come to a lot of people's Vivi birthdays here uh, one year and what they've been able to accomplish in this short amount of time and what we've got so much to look forward to with Vivi. Continuing on with talking about what drops happened on Vivi during this time period. I think I've already, I, I released a video yesterday talking about Comic-Con drops and my thoughts on them. I wasn't able to do that beforehand because like I said, I wanna, went on vacation. And if you're joining me right now, leave it in the chat, leave it in the comments. What are you excited about collecting, whether it's VV or Kerr? Did you get in on that Nickelodeon drop? What Comic-Con drops did you go for here? Leave it all in the chat, in the comments, and any questions that you may have here. I did not, and I wasn't intending on going for the San Diego Spider-Man drop or the Marvel Mighty's Deadpool Chimichanga drop, but I did intend on going for the next three, and that just worked out timing-wise for me as well, so that was great. The Spider-Man drop went for 60 gems, 3,900 editions, which wasn't a bad sort of mint amount or edition amount. So I would not have had really too much of a tough time to go ahead and get that, but I decided not to. I bet if I would have pulled it up and I would have been on that drop page, I would have probably gone for it. But right now it's just below retail at 58.99. I think it went as low as 45 to 50 where it kind of slowly settled there. I might have gone for it if it was around 30 gems in the aftermarket there, if I could have got that. But not for that drop price. For me personally, I think if they would have had something more specific to San Diego Comic-Con 2022 on it, that would have made it a little bit more valuable especially to those that actually went to the comic-con and uh and this kind of welcome poster i i don't know i don't think i don't see it as being a very valuable thing in the future so i i passed on it and i think the reason why they don't have something like comic-con on it is that that would be a whole different licensor to be able to sign up Comic-Con, to be able to do something like that. So it just says, Welcome to San Diego, which is cool enough because it also has all these different Spider-Man variants on it, which is nice to see. Then we get the Marvel Mighty Deadpool Chimichanga truck, which is interesting. I am very interested as to why we got this one and what that might mean, perhaps, in the future. Especially if there's some sort of gamification for Marvel Mighties. Are you going to be able to load up your Marvel Mighties in this chimichanga truck? It's also interesting because we've already got a first appearance Deadpool, and then we've got the Marvel Mighty Deadpool. So it's interesting that we get a Marvel Mighty Deadpool chimichanga truck con exclusive for this. 6,100 mints was just too much for me, especially at 40 gems for this. It wasn't even something that crossed my mind in, in going for and in the aftermarket, it's going for $34.99 as the floor price. So happy I did not go for that one. Again, that's just below retail though. So that's not a bad necessarily pickup. Especially if you could flip it, uh, perhaps it'll go up in the near future here. 
Uh, let's see. Marvel Mighties, Deadpool was not interested in. And then we got the House of M comic. I went for that because it was 10,000 editions. Cool storyline. Nothing valuable about the comic, though, as far as I know. No first appearances that are very uh, special in this. So I did go for that, and I got the 3,240 common. And that floor price is currently sitting at seven gems. So one, no, 0 0.01 gems above retail there. I that's just, I never sell comics below what I paid for them. I just, $6.99, I'll just hold on to it forever. Not forever, but until I feel fit to sell. And then the Tesseract, I went for two. So I bought the Tesseract on the drop, and then I got the rebound. It was something I was excited about going for. I did figure that it would go above retail. Now, that's a little bit interesting of a topic that we can get into, because obviously, if you don't know, Randy Chavez did live stream uh, and talked about his discussion with David Yu regarding the Infinity Stones and how he, David Yu said that they don't drop things as uh, as an accident on the platform. Everything is on purpose. Everything has a, a reason for being dropped. So Randy Chavez on that stream talked about the Eye of Agamotto has the time stone in it. And if you add up the rare, which is the Eye of Agamotto open, you can see the time stone. And then the secret rare, which is the Eye of Agamotto animated, so it opens and closes. If you add up those additions where you can actually see the time stone, it equals 8,610, which is equal to the amount of Tesseracts that went out, which I believe, I think it's the space stone that's in that. So that's two infinity, infinity stones that we do have. And then what happens in the future if you get all six and maybe you get an airdrop of the infinity gauntlet, you can put them on the infinity gauntlet. Well, there's so many possibilities that this could have. And I'd love to know your thoughts in the chat there about what you think this could mean. But if that didn't happen, I don't think that this would have necessarily gone above retail. And currently it's sitting just above retail, I believe. Let's see here. Yeah, 31 gems. So I don't think if that we would have got that news we would be sitting just above retail here. I think we would have gone just below, but I still would have gone for the Tesseract one. I ended up going for two. I got the rebound for that. I think, oh, my wife got one too. So we actually, between the two of us have three. And I got the 1811 edition and the 1004 edition. So I'm just gonna hold on to those. Uh, eventually I will sell one. And then the Eye of Agamotto, since we're on the subject, really pumped during that time, which is really interesting because it shows how much the floors can move on a piece of news, especially something maybe just as small or, or speculative, I guess I should say, as what Randy Chavez was going over with that. I am fascinated by that. And uh, so if I look, the uncommon didn't move much. 13 gems for the uncommon. The rare at 7195 gems. Again, that's the one that you can actually see the time stone in. And then will I be able to look up the secret rare really quick here? Probably not. Unless it shows up. It doesn't look like. Last time I saw it, it was in the 300s. So that's quite the um, jump as to where it was at before. And I'm going to get to these comments here very quick. I do want to pull up where it's sitting at currently. 
But after the Tesseract, of course, today we get the Silver Surfer. And I did get one for myself, one for my wife for that. And like I said, the Aya Vagamoto, 369 floor price for that. So and that's a number 537. How many editions do they have? 2,110 editions. So not a bad uh, edition number, mint number, 537 on the floor for 369 gems. In my opinion, and not financial advice, if I had an eye of Agamotto right now, I would be selling it and waiting for that to come back down because who knows when we're gonna get the other Infinity Stones, that may take quite a bit of time. And I'm sure that after this pump, it'll come back to reality very shortly here. That must be a pump of at least 300%, 200%, something like that. <coughs> so that's interesting to see. Uh, I did have something I wanted to talk more about that, but oh, the list price. So the Aya Vagamoto was 70 gems, the Tesseract is 30 gems. I think VV is really listening to what people are saying, which is good to, to see and good to hear, especially since the Tesseract went for 30 gems on the drop. So that's really good to see uh, in terms of what these cost, but ultimately it's up to you whether or not you purchase or you do not purchase. So it's up to you make that decision. It's not like, you know what, it sold out, you went for it. Why did VV list it for that price? You don't have to buy it. So. There's no reason why you need to buy it and then complain that VV's price was that, but it is good to see that VV kind of listened to that sort of comment about a 70 gem drop for the Eye of Agamotto. Tesseract goes for 30. And then we get the Silver Surfer, which is interesting because they didn't do the five rarity blind box drop. They go with a single rare 6,100 editions, 60, 60 gem drop, and a floor price of 162 at this current point in time. Like I said, I did get one for myself, one for my wife. So that is good to see how well that is doing. Like I said, I'm going to hold on to mine for some time here. No interest in offloading those at this point in time. Uvraj one good now after Marvel. After Marvel announced their movies and shows and pipeline there so many characters coming in mcu yes absolutely if you did i i follow a couple of different youtubers that talk about marvel so i watch their live stream sort of uh reaction to the phase five and phase six so if you didn't watch that or you haven't caught up in that i'll just go from memory and say that phase four which we're currently in which started after endgame ends at the end of this year after marvels comes out and then we get oh what's the end of the year movie i uh, i can't it's not coming to my mind right now but that's going to oh black panther which they released the trailer for that's wakanda forever that looks incredible from the trailer they really nailed that trailer so i'm excited for that and then we get a kickoff of phase five with Ant-Man Quantumania and that goes for about a year and a half yes I think a year and a half or so and then we that ends with Thunderbolts as the final movie in that phase and then we get 
Avengers, two Avengers movies, and I believe this is 2025, phase six, two Avengers movies. One is called Kang. I forget the second part of that. But Avengers Kang. And then finally, at the end of the year there, we get Avengers Secret Wars. So this is, it got me extremely excited about MCU and what they were announcing there with that. So extremely excited about the MCU and the, the timeline of things that they've got going ahead for us, especially as an MCU fan myself. Fam3, dope content, thank you so much. Spider-Man Day, would you rather ASM 15 or Miles Secret Rare? That is a good, good question. That is a great question. I would say ASM 15, personally, myself. Uh, I would assume that you're comparing ASM 15, the... Um, my mind is blanking here. The common, as opposed to the Miles Secret Rare, I would assume, because the um, no, you're you're talking about ASM fifteen that has a thousand mints. Is that the one that you're talking about? My mind is completely drawing a blank because I am totally on vacation mode still, and now because it's bugging me, I need to pull it up. But like I was saying, the MCU uh, timeline, I am super excited for it. Especially since they've officially announced Secret Wars. We're in for an amazing, I, I, I know like the, a fairly common consensus is that phase four just is not everybody's cup of tea. And excuse me as I log in here, but it isn't without its good moments and good content. But I do agree that Phase 4 has been pretty lackluster. Now that's coming off of Endgame and Infinity War, which was such a, an amazing climax and payoff for so many years of building up. Um, so I, I, I think like phase four was always going to be like this but phase five looks interesting because we've got so many new movies and characters rather than building up on previous movies and characters of course we get ant-man which is the third ant-man movie uh i'm gonna pull up the timeline because my mind is completely blanking today as I'm still trying to figure out this as I log on here. Um, I am excited for the next Captain America movie, which I believe is just before Thunderbolts for Phase 5. That's going to be amazing. Um... I'm going to pull up the timeline because my brain is just not working today. Uh, do, 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 do. Where should I do this so I can show you? 
Uh, let's see, let's see. If you're an MCU fan, what are you interested in seeing? What are you excited about in these timelines? So MCU phase five timeline. And I'm gonna put this on the screen. I'm excited for the Thunderbolts. I'm excited for the Captain America movie. And then there's just so many. She-Hulk comes out in phase four. Here we go. This will help much more here. Uh, and then I need to share this. Okay, so Quantumania kicks it off, and then we get into Secret Invasion. And from what I've been hearing, Secret Invasion is is very gritty, very different from other MCU movies, which I think that's what we need at this point. Because, and I've come to a point in, in my um, MCU fandom and my Star Wars fandom with this Disney content where I understand that not everything is going to be for me, like directed completely at me. So there's going to be some things that I don't like, but that doesn't mean that other people aren't going to like or the next generation is not going to like. So uh, I've kind of come to like accept that and understand that. So some things aren't going to exactly kind of appeal to me. But Secret Invasion, I think coming, getting into a more like gritty version of the MCU is kind of what's been missed so far with the MCU. So I'm really excited about Secret Invasion. You don't know which characters will be scrolls. I think uh, I think it kicks off with, oh man, my mind is just done today. Kicks off with, uh, I'm not going to even try to think today because that's not just going to work. But Secret Invasion is going to be really cool. I think that's what I'm excited for as well as Guardians of the Galaxy. They were on the panel there at uh, Comic-Con. And it was great to see them kind of standing there together. James Gunn talking on the stage. And just the whole journey that came with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 to actually come out with that and James Gunn coming back to be able to direct that after being fired there. So excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. Really love the last two video movies. Echo is going to be cool. Daredevil is all over this phase, which is amazing because I love Charlie Cox as Daredevil. I'm so happy that they brought him back for that. Uh, let's see here. I got Black Panther Secret Rare for a movie. Awesome. You probably great got a great deal on that compared to where that's going to go to in the future. Fam 3, the Kang movie should be huge in my opinion. I completely is agree. Jonathan Majors, I think, is going to be amazing as Kang. And as you can revisit any hero ever to appear on screen. Yeah, especially when you get to Secret Wars. This is going to be an amazing time to be an MCU fan. Definitely guess Kang will conquer us all. As he said on the stage there, he came to conquer. Enough of me speaking. Let's put this up on the screen so I can actually go through 
step by step. Window capture. Okay. Yes, let's go with that. Okay. Uh, what's the best way to do this? I hope everyone can see that. And then maybe I can, I'm just learning this as I go here. So please bear with me. I'll cover it myself, no problem. All right, so we've talked about uh, Ant-Man Quantumania, I think will be a good like setup for what's gonna happen in this phase and into the next phase. Let's see if you can see me here. Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy, Echo with Daredevil will be great. Loki season two, see, I think Loki was the best TV show that Disney has done for the MCU. So I'm excited for season two and what that will look like. And obviously that's gonna set up more for Kang, I think. The Marvels, oh, I thought the Marvels was going to come out in Phase 4. Obviously not. Uh, so that's interesting to see. And uh, not something that I'm super excited about, I guess. Uh, with that, Blade, I'm excited about. I wasn't a big Blade fan coming up with the previous Blades. But I'm going to go back and watch those again. And um, I know Blade 3 had a lot of drama on set and everything like that so i heard it's not the greatest movie but blade is going to be cool iron heart yes we saw iron heart making the suit in the black panther movie so that's going to be cool we also see neymar in that that's going to be amazing black panther is going to be great i i'm excited about black panther and that's and i wasn't a huge fan of black panther the first movie like i liked it but I didn't like it as much as it seemed like the majority of people really liked it. Um, yeah, I I wasn't a huge. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was definitely in like the the top tier of MCU films, but it wasn't like I think it's like the highest rated MCU movie. I don't see it as that personally. And then we get Agatha. Uh, somewhat excited. Sure. Daredevil. That's what's got me. I want to see that more and more. Born Again. Uh, so that's going to have uh, Daredevil and Kingpin in it, as far as I understand. And then we get Captain America New World Order, and that's the one I'm really excited about there. That is going to be a great movie, I think. And I'm just excited to see like kind of what they end up doing with that. And then what's that? Oh, Thunderbolts then ends that timeline. And that's going to be a great way to end things. And then Phase 6. So that ends July 2024. And then uh, Phase 6 is fairly blank for now. And I think we see like two Avengers movies. And that's Kang, uh, The Conqueror, and uh, Secret Wars to end that year there in 2025. So a fairly blank phase six but we've got like phase five really kind of dialed in here with that so those anytime we get something like this where it's like very clear you know what this is what we're moving towards um that's when i like hit peak youtube watching videos to get some more background information about this because i'm no expert in any of this 
So uh, it is something that I'm excited about to see and get into more and more. And I'm also wanting to get more physical comics to go along with all of these personally. Uh, yes, can yes, definitely. Uh, Loki, yeah, Loki was my favorite Disney TV show for MCU. Yeah. And I'm trying to think about Star Wars 2 in that because I'm a big Star Wars fan. But I think Mandalorian still takes it for me in terms of uh, favorite favorite TV show that Disney's done. Where they've kind of taken existing IP and made it their own there. And um, yeah. In MCU... So we've talked about MCU. We've talked about the Comic-Con drops. Did any of you go for the Nickelodeon drops? Did anyone go for the Nickelodeon drop with Recur? Because that did better than I thought it was going to. And that one's interesting because Nickelodeon has... The, the Recur Nickelodeon drop are essentially one-of-ones. And they go that traditional NFT route of changing the background or changing accessory or changing the character pose. But it's still a 2D collectible. And it went uh, four times above list price. At, currently at the floor right now. And yet the Star Trek one is going for below half of the list price and that's still the same concept of one of one changing the background changing accessory uh or or what the ship looks like but the floor prices were different so the the recur nickelodeon was 50 dollars, and the star trek was 250 so that might have something to do with it but still i would have thought just if 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 anybody came to me and said what's going to do better a star trek drop or a nickelodeon drop for an nft all things consistent like all things the same i would have said star trek but it doesn't seem like that was the case and i think in my opinion Perhaps it's the nostalgia and the demographics that go with Nickelodeon that, you know, people my age are starting to get some disposable income and are willing to get into NFTs, whereas I think Star Trek's audience is a bit more dated. And even though they might have more disposable income, perhaps they're not more as interested in getting into the NFT space and uh, also the roadmap. So... I mean, the Star Trek roadmap is pretty interesting. It's very vague in terms of characters coming up, planets coming up, and challenges. Whereas the Nickelodeon drop was very defined, and it's very quick. So I think we'll see a decrease in price on these NFTs very quickly after... So you can trade in each each character or, or NFT has a slime score from 1 to 10 depending on its rarity. So you can trade in a slime score of 10, however many NFTs that costs to get slime, and then you can use that slime 
to then trade in to get a mashup. So they, they're getting into all of this burning, which is gonna make a little bit uh, more scarce NFTs with if you got in on the drop, which might stabilize the price a little bit there as well, depending on how many people go for the slime and then how many people with the slime then go for the mashup. Because I think if you get stuck with slime, that's not gonna be as valuable unless it's very scarce if that's the reasoning why. But that, um, that Nickelodeon dropped it fairly well and I'm happy for Recur and everything that they did with that drop and how well that drop did for everybody that got in on it, really. But ultimately, at the end of the day, and I've got some videos coming out this week, at the end of the day, I'm not super um, excited about 2D one-of-one NFTs of these characters. I think it's great that they're creating one-of-ones, but I think it's a little bit gimmicky. And in the future, as we get closer and closer to whatever this sort of digital collectible space will be, I think, and I'm sure many of you think, Vivi's the way to go with their premium digital collectibles that are, that are just uh, high quality, excellent, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Excellent uh, interactive capability and the possible possibility of a utility coming up with that. I think right now we've got a quick blip in the pan with a Nickelodeon drop and the prices will eventually go down unless we hit a bull run for whatever reason, which I don't think we'll do immediately after that trade in for slime and then the trade in for mashup. So, um, I talk about in these next few videos that will be released on my channel in the near future here, actually coming up this week, what Vivi could learn from that drop as well as what Hero could learn because I'm still very excited about Hero. Of course, I've got my cards here. And I did actually open quite a few Hero packs. I, But I think I talked about that in my last stream a couple weeks ago. So uh, those are some videos coming up on the channel. It's just my thoughts, my opinions. If you have any questions, please let me know in the comments. I'd be happy to take any questions or any comments, anything that you disagree with me with, because I'm happy if somebody disagrees with me on anything. I love when people disagree with me in my opinions on these NFTs, this digital platform. So I'd be happy to take on any questions, any comments, any suggestions here. But I will probably be getting off in about 10 minutes here as I am getting hungry. So that's just my thoughts on this past week in Vivi, in Recur. Don't think much has been going on with Bad Cows other than voting on the comics, which I've done a couple of times. But ultimately, I haven't had too much time to get into the Bad Cow voting and everything that's been going on with that. Uh, not something that I've been keeping track of because I'm a little bit overwhelmed with everything that's been going on right now, both in the NFT space as well as uh, personal business related things. So that's kind of been put on the back burner. Hero does have a new drop coming actually this week. So that's something that is um, the Green Lantern Corps or the Lantern Corps. 
And I'm probably going to go for it. Even though I'm not a Green Lantern fan. At all. I know nothing about Green Lantern. So, um, from the last drop, and I talked about this in a video, if you're into Hero at all, I got 10 Pride Packs, but when I saw the cards, what they look like, I wasn't excited about them at all. So I held on to the packs until the snapshot, until a few days before the snapshot, and I tried to get as much as I could back for them. I think on 10 packs, I lost $24. So I spent 500 and I'm sitting somewhere around $476 in my hero account. And the reason why I didn't like the pride drop was because there's so many duplicate characters in that the amount of Harley Quinns, the amount of Poison Ivies, the amount of Harley Quinns and Poison Ivies, the fact that the reward card was another Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, the amount of Aqualads, uh, John Constantine's, uh, what else? Nothing else comes to mind there, but there's just too many duplicate cards. I didn't like the way that they looked. It wasn't a drop for me. So I sold all 10 packs. And I'll probably buy 9 Green Lantern Corps packs. Because I am... Thinking that Comic-Con will bring a little bit more people to Hero. I've seen their booth. It looks really great. I've seen you know them selling the new hybrid packs, I think. Uh, which they announced for October, I believe. I had to go back and take a look at that. But I'm just going to take my chance. There's a good chance it goes below retail, those packs. There's a good chance it goes above retail. So uh, I'm going to take my chance and get nine packs of those. And I will probably open. and Well, I'll probably take a look at the market. Then I'll probably open at least three and I'll do this maybe live on stream and see what I get. And then if I get a good card, like one of the legendaries, which I think are out of 150 for the digital exclusive drops, I'll complete the set for sure. If not, I will sell the remainder of my packs. Uh, and then if the packs are doing over a hundred dollars in the aftermarket i'll open more than just three packs see if i get a legendary and then sell off the remainder of my packs if i don't so that's kind of my game plan with hero and that'll always kind of be my game plan if this was another drop that i was not super excited about um and and of course green lantern core i'm not actually it's not something that i'm super excited about but i think I'm hoping that the cards are, are a little bit more interesting, less repeated characters, which they definitely could be. So that's always a risk that I'm willing to take with that. But my thoughts, my opinions on that drop, what I'm going to be planning on doing. And let's see here. Yuvraj 1, sorry to plug off. It's a one in night here. Wow. Night one at night thank you for joining me here loved your content thank you so much appreciate you joining me for this uh and because v didn't go for the recur drop got it because vv takes all of my interest and money unfortunately vv takes a lot of my money uh 
I will be putting more money in on Vivi. And I don't know how much more. But I'm hoping by the end of August I'll be putting in more money. So I'm hoping that the market does stay fairly stagnant or at least go down a little during that time so I can still get some things on discount. And hopefully this whole Comic-Con, whatever moment, momentum they picked up from Comic-Con has kind of died down a little bit. Uh, when And I'm hoping that I can get that money in before Amazing Fantasy number 15 drops. Because... There's going to be a major gem squeeze, I think. So that's when I'm going to be picking up or loading up more gems to be able to get things on discount. And that's my game plan for Vivi. So that's my game plan for Vivi. That's my game plan for Hero. Recur, I haven't heard any more drops coming up in the near future. So no plans for Recur. And that's, that's all mostly that I've got to say for this live stream. I appreciate you joining me here. If you are listening and you want to chime in with anything that you are going for in Vivi in the market or things that you just picked up in Vivi in the market, put it in the chat, put it in the comments. I'll respond to you if you if this is after the stream. I'll respond to you in the comments. If this is during the stream, I'd love to talk to you about Vivi, what you are going for I don't have my eyes on anything in particular. I did get the beta and beta and blue drop, the air the airdrop, and I know there was some controversy surrounding that. And I will have a video coming out about future VV airdrops, what I think will happen. Um, this was an interesting one because typically you don't learn about the airdrop until it's actually gone ahead and they've done the snapshot or whatever. But in this case, they did, and the reason why I think is that they didn't expect the beta drop to sell out, which I think was smart on their part. So that kind of incentivizes people to go for the drop, and still right now, the beta drop is not sold out. If I go into the secret rare, there are still more than half remaining to purchase. So that definitely incentivized people to go for that drop. And I think that's a game plan. That's a smart game plan. I think that's a game plan that they are going to continue with whatever they do with their airdrops. Even if I go back to blue, blue hasn't sold out yet. And blue, if I go to the secret rare, has about half remaining. So that's very interesting. Which I think plays into the more nostalgia feeling of these NFTs. Like I talked about with Recur and Nickelodeon. It seems like the nostalgia really plays into these NFTs and what they go for. Not only on drop if they sell out, but also in the aftermarket. So something to think about with that. That Especially if you're new to Vivi. Like wondering if you're going to go for a drop or not. That nostalgia factor really plays a big role in if these are worth actually going for on the drop so that's something to look out for especially if you're new on vivi and especially if you're thinking about if you got the thor love and thunder poster let me know i did not but i missed out a few times of actually going ahead and scratching to try to win but that's going for 210 gems in the aftermarket right now 
but for me i'm i'm there's not many things that i'm like keeping my eye on it's more of like a general keeping my eye on everything in the market and seeing where it's going to get a good consensus of how the market is moving I've kind of gone back and forth on whether to stack certain things or whether to diversify. I think with future airdrops on VV, if they're not going to be announced, I'd rather diversify. So I'd rather have lots of different collectibles to try to get on on any airdrops that might happen, especially even if they do announce it. Blue beta, they went up 100% in the aftermarket as soon as that announcement happened. And I already had, and I already had the T Rex, and I did not have blue, and I did not have beta. So I actually had to pick them up, and I ended up getting the ultra rare animated blue and beta together. So it like it just barely made sense math wise, and I got lucky that I got the ultra rare. And if I sold it now, I would still be in the green, but I kind of just wanted to get the airdrop and just go for it even though blue and beta had gone up a hundred percent i just went for it but that that's my thought process behind these airdrops is that instead of getting lots of a single and collectible or comic and just stacking i'd rather have lots of and divert diversify through various collectibles and i'm constantly going back and forth between collectibles and comics which ones do i actually collect I started with collectibles, then got more so into comics, and now I'm like on the fence because it seems like collectibles will have more airdrops than comics will, just based on previous, uh, what previous in VV has done kind of in the, the back here, uh, or in the past here. So collectibles I'm kind of starting to shift my focus towards as well because there's a lots of different things that could actually happen with the collectibles. A lot more speculation, as we saw with the Eye of Agamotto as well. Rickard Broma, Star Wars comic ultra rare. Is that something that you're going for? Or is that something that you have and you purchased recently? And let's see here. Because I think I have the ultra rare. I think I have all of the Star Wars comics except the Secret Rare. So I, I even have the Obi-Wan ones. I just don't have Star Wars number one Secret Rare. And I just got up on this. And let's see. The common. I haven't been on the Star Wars comics in a while. Common's going for 30. Now, are you interested in the Ultra Rare because of Darth Vader? Uh, because that is, I think, it depends what you consider the first appearance. But that is the first appearance of Darth Vader on the blockchain as well as the Rare. Oh, I, I guess he's on all of them except the Secret Rare. So, uh, I'd be interested in why the Ultra Rare. Just the Does the price point work best for you? Or... What, uh, why the ultra rare for that? Because the rare is going for about a third of the price there. Then the ultra rare, though there is always a big jump up between the rare and the ultra rare. Anyways, 
And then the secret rare is a nice sitting at 620. So that's come down quite a bit from that 1000. And then I think it even jumped up to 2000 at a certain point. Outdoor fishing got a code from Vivi at Comic-Con and received a Tesseract when I put in the code. So that's interesting. I didn't know that they were giving out codes. Um, what did the code look like? Did they give you a card? Uh, that's really interesting. That's the first that I've heard about them giving out codes other than the golden VV logo. So I actually said in a video that I wish that they had some sort of codes giving out to people and that they were uh, promoting it that way. And it's interesting that you got the Tesseract out of all of that. I'd be very interested in to know what that kind of process was like to get a code from Vivi and what that looks like putting it in um, and getting the Tesseract. Still, uh, that's something that could pump in price depending on if more Infinity Stones come out and what that looks like in terms of what Randy Chavez was saying with getting all the Infinity Stones and what that could look like in the future for Vivi. Rickard, you say you have a lot of Ultra Rares. And you have around 20, wow, and seven Secret Rares. Good, nice. I hope you got those at a good price, but I'm sure they're gonna go up quite a bit. Looks like a card with a promo card on the back. So this wasn't one of the golden sort of uh, VV cards that were signed by David Yu or uh, Dan Crothers. And you kind of put it in to the app, okay? And was everybody getting those? If you showed up at the booth, did you have to speak to somebody to be able to get one of these promo codes? Or were, did you have to do something? Or did you just have to show up and they gave you one and to kind of talk to you about the app and, and showed you through it? Because that's really interesting. And then outdoor fishing, were you already on Vivi or did you learn about it on Comic-Con and sign up on Comic-Con? Because that, that's kind of interesting to me as well there. Rickard, uh, 27... A. I don't know what 27A is, but 20 Ultra Rares, 7 Secret Rares, I'm assuming you're saying 27 in total for that. For your Star Wars comics. Nice. For comics, I've got a good balance of a lot of different ones, as opposed to stacking. There's a few that I have... I kind of focus my attention towards the commons and the uncommons and to get as many as I can for that rather than to go for secret rares i think the secret rares what i've got i've only got a couple um i've got the gamora first appearance secret rare and i've got the eternals secret rare and then i've got one more but i can't think of what that was but I mostly have commons and uncommons. I've got some rares and ultra rares. But um, yeah, I try to get at least three of each commons and uncommons of each comic. If possible, if in my price range. Not of each comic, but of comics probably be tearing up uh, for me in my collection. That just seems to be the best for me. Outdoor Fishing, no, it's an all-black card with code in a red box on the back. 
says, start your collection today with this free Marvel digital collectible. That's awesome that they're doing that. I am really excited to hear that they are doing that. Um, it would be interesting to know if you, uh, if this was your first time downloading the app. It would also be interesting to know if you um, and others showing up if, if you had to be new to Vivi. Because I could see them or that code not working if you were already in on Vivi because they want to give it to those trying to get in on Vivi. I'm in Texas. My buddy said he was at Comic-Con, so I asked him to go to the booth and ask for the promo card, hoping for Vivi. Oh, I gotcha. Been with Vivi since December 2021. Awesome. So that's really interesting that you could still be with Vivi and they'll still give you that. That's great to see. And it, like, they must be doing like a blind box for that. I don't even know how many they held in reserve to be able to do that, but there must be some sort of blind box format that they do with that. And their VV sign must be at random that they gave to people or people that, that have really shown support. Like Randy Chavez, I know got number 41, the mint number, number 41 of 500. So I, I really want to know kind of what uh, people had to do to be able to get the gold VV logo. I haven't done much research on that just yet, but that is something that um, I'm really into marketing. I'm really into like how to grow a certain platform. So whatever they're doing, I kind of want to see which route they're taking to be able to do what they want to accomplish with that but with that being said i think i'm getting close to the end my drink is done here i don't have uh much close to me to be able to pour because i've been talking for about an hour here and maybe i've got enough here to just kind of wet my throat a little bit as we come to a close here i really appreciate all of you showing up Throughout this stream, that really does mean a lot to me. Outdoor Fishing, thank you so much for answering my questions there as well. Uh, thank you so much. And Rickard Broma, thank you for your comments. And Yuvraj1, I'm going to do these live streams every Sunday. Uh, I don't know exactly which time necessarily every Sunday, but every Sunday around this time, I will be doing a live stream and I've got probably two to three videos a week coming out on the channel so you can look forward to that as well I'd be interested to know as I close out here um, what you are doing or, or what you think of that VV golden logo do you think that's going to be worth something in the future? The floor price right now is about 5,000 gems. Do you think that's worth actually getting one of those in the aftermarket right now? It's a 500 mint collectible. Let me take a quick drink here. It's a 500 mint collectible. It's a VV Golden logo. And you could only have gotten it if you went to Comic-Con. I think with all that being said, it will be valuable in the future as long as Vivi creates a name for itself. 
But I equate this to something like what's an what's an Amazon collectible? Not that Amazon makes collectibles or anything, but like what kind of thing could you have from when Amazon was just first starting that would be worth some money? Now, this is a digital collecting app, so this is completely kind of different, but I'm trying to think of like what other businesses have valuable things that you could sell. And will Vivi have a name for itself in that? If Vivi becomes like a comic book publisher of some sort, digital comic book publisher, which I don't know if they will, especially with their licensors at this current point in time. But I guess like if Marvel had something that you could buy back when they first started, that would be worth something. Now that's many, many decades of them creating that name Marvel for themselves. And you'd have to sit on that for a long time. I think right now it's overpriced for 5,000 gems. But that's typically what we see when we first see a collectible hit the market. But I do think it's going to be valuable in the future. Especially if Vivi continues to make a name for itself. It's just how valuable is it going to be? And is it worth that floor price of 5,000 gems right now? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, Outdoor Fishing, you say he talked to David Yu and took a photo with him. Yep. At that time, there was already 480 VV signs on the market. I was hoping for five, number 500. Interesting. My buddy doesn't know about VV or have it. So he didn't have it. He got the promo code. He sent the promo code to you. Interesting. Um, yeah. If you got that VV gold logo, I think even if you sold it, I mean, obviously, if you sold it right now, or you hold it as it dips in price, which I think it will do, but it, it, it may not. And that depends on if people are willing to actually sell it right now. Uh, it also depends on like demand in the market for it. But also, are people willing to sell it? Because if one person's willing to sell it, everybody else wants to hold it, that person can, can really command any price that they want for it, as long as there is somebody willing to pay for it. So I think having 500 editions is really interesting. Um, that whole logo thing's got me really interested in that. As well as those promo codes that Outdoor Fishing you talked about there. I would love to know your thoughts, your comments. Leave them in the comment section below. Type anything that you want in the chat. I will respond to anybody and everybody that leaves a comment. Anybody and everybody that leaves a chat. But I am hungry at this point in time. So I do need to get going here. Thank you so much for those of you that are watching that have tuned in at any point in time. Especially when I started the stream and I was completely on mute for about a few minutes there. That was embarrassing. I'm still trying to learn this program as best as possible. But let me know your thoughts, your comments in the comment section below. Like this video. Please like this video if you found it helpful. I'm going to go take a look at how many likes I have currently on this video here right now. It looks like we have nine likes. Wow. Thank you so much. That uh, is more than I thought that I was going to get so far with this. And if you haven't already left a like, that really helps me in this channel. 
get this into more people's eyes, ears, whatever that might be, if that's even what you want for this. But I do appreciate you if you do leave that like there and subscribe to this YouTube. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the My VV Collection podcast. Please follow this podcast if you are not already and leave us a rating and review where you can. You can find us further at My VV Collection on Twitter and Instagram and MJP My VV Collection on YouTube. We will catch you next week.